Welcome back to the Rich Trainer, Poor Trainer podcast. It is your host, Andre FitPro. And in today's segment, we're going to talk about attacking wants, okay? So this is the second part of attacking wants. I know we talked about it a little bit in the, in the last podcast, but this entire podcast, we're going to talk about attacking the things that people want and not the things that people need, okay? So again, the last podcast, we talked about how trainers try and pitch needs in order to close a client. Okay, and if you want to close a client, you have to attack wants. Okay, needs are a byproduct of being a trainer. People know that technique, injury prevention, and things like that, they know that you will provide those things. You will most definitely make sure they're doing everything correctly. But people don't buy needs. So if you've ever been in a gym around a bunch of trainers and listened to the things they talk about, You'll notice that they are afraid to tackle weight loss because it's hard. It's really hard to get someone to lose weight often, okay? It's really hard to get someone to lose weight if they've been in the gym consistently for years. Yes, it is hard, right? Technique, injury prevention, and things like that, that's easy. People or trainers are taking the easy way out. We understand that that's easy. You know how to make someone do a squat perfectly, a deadlift, a shoulder press, a bench press, a push-up, and things like that. You know how to do that, but that's the easy way out. Okay, that is the easy way out of being a trainer. You have to realize that even though, even if even if you never get your client to their desired weight goal, they will appreciate that you are helping them and that you are focusing on the process. Okay, so here's an example of a client that I have. Her name is Jennifer Dunbar, of a client who, I, who I've had for over three years now. She was one of my very first clients when I started out independent. Jennifer is only down three pounds from when we first started, okay? But now she's, I mean, she wanted to come in and lose 20 pounds. But right now she's only down three pounds. But she's so much stronger, she's so much more lean, she's a lot healthier, and she loves the workouts, okay? Yes, her technique is great, her posture is outstanding, her balance is phenomenal, and all of these things. But the reason she's staying is because she knows, likes, and trusts me the KLT model and some of you guys have heard this before I know we talked about it a little bit before but she knows likes and trusts me as a trainer and she appreciates that I am helping her focus on the process we're still aiming to help her lose weight but as a byproduct she's stronger she's healthier she's got better technique her balance is is outstanding and things like that now there are some clients you're gonna bring in and you're gonna help them get to their goals right so for example I have a client named Colette and Colette she was down 12 pounds in her first couple weeks, okay? But she opened up her own restaurant. It's a barbecue-style restaurant. So she hasn't been able to come in as consistently, but she still makes her way in when she can, okay? Now, Colette, she put back on nine pounds, so she's only down three pounds now. But she looks so much better than even when she was down 12. She's so much more leaner. Again, she's stronger. She's more flexible. She loves the workouts, and she loves me as a trainer. But I wouldn't have these relationships with Jennifer Dunbar or or collect if I didn't attack their wants at the very beginning, okay? Because, you know, you, you don't want to get into a position where, you know, let, let's think about it. If someone is coming to you for training, or if the gym feeds you someone, or if you get them online, it's likely that you're not the first personal trainer they've talked to, okay? And it's definitely not likely that in one session you're going to change their mind about the reason they're coming to the gym, okay? They're coming to the gym for a certain goal. So the faster you can attack that goal, and keep them accountable and like we always talk about setting their the, the standard higher set, setting their expectations higher than their own or setting expectations for them higher than the ones they already have you're going to be successful people are going to trust you you're going to be the person they come to for 
the job. Okay, so this is very easy to understand. So to recap, you have to attack wants. Don't be like the other 99% of trainers who say, oh, we're going to make sure your posture and technique is right if they're coming in for weight loss. Because that's going to be awesome in that one session. But people don't necessarily care about that. You care about it as a trainer because you know how important it is. But most people don't know how important that is. Even, you know, the older clients who come in, they want to come in and lose weight. So why not attack that? They're not going to be upset if they never get there. They're not going to blame you because they didn't lose 10 pounds. You're going to make them know, like, and trust you. And they are going to appreciate that you are helping them focus on the process. So that's all you have to do. Focus on the process. You will become the purple pig in the gym. You will be the, the, the person who stands out. You will be the trainer to come to for weight loss, regardless of if all of your clients are losing a bunch of weight or not. All right. I hope that this podcast was helpful. Please leave me a five-star review, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.